What's up, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming Big Cast. This week, I got episode 95. You have myself, Ainsley Bowden, and Dan Bacon and Eggs Rodriguez coming back with another new shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I might have had this one on, but I don't remember. So it might have been like underneath a... Oh, like a hoodie, hoodie or something? Yeah. yeah. All right. We're going to try and keep you guessing with new shirts. Yeah. See what goes on. Every week, something different. <laughs> I'm going to be broke in two months. Yeah, just buy a new shirt every <laughs> yeah. week, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so no guests this week, just the two of us. We're back to standard format here. And we will kick it off with our weekly poll. So I kind of went broad on this week's poll. Said basically, what is your most anticipated game of 2020? Put that out to the audience. Sure. I know that we've talked about it, but um, this, as of right now, already has nearly 3,500 votes. And Holy it's crap. Yeah, a lot of people chimed in on this. So as always, you only have four options on Twitter. So I put Cyberpunk, Last of Us 2, Halo Infinite, and then Doom Eternal I picked as the fourth one. Um, so long story short, Cyberpunk seems to be the winner here, 41%. That's not really too surprising. Uh, what is more surprising is Halo Infinite, nah, maybe it's not surprising, but Halo Infinite, uh, and it happens to be Master Chief's birthday today. What? So, you know, we got to celebrate. Um, uh, nearly 30% said Halo Infinite, and then Last of Us 2 at 22%, give or take, and then Doom Eternal with only nearly 8%. So I think yeah. the... Kind of Cyberpunk, Last of Us, Halo were the big three. And then you got a lot of people commenting about some other games. So we got a lot of Final Fantasy VII remakes. Makes sense. Resident Evil 3 remakes. Sure. And Animal Crossing. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't get it. I'm yeah. never going to, but that's I'm, okay. I, you know what, though? I haven't played an Animal Crossing game for so long. You know, it might be something to kind of jump Here, back into. You've probably already bought it. Yeah, I probably have. <laughs> Let's not make assumptions here. <laughs> so we did get a few other smaller ones. Baldur's Gate 3 came up a couple times. Ori came up a couple times. Um, and then, of course, you always get that one person who just throws something out there that you would never expect. There's about five, 50 uh, AAA games coming this year. And this gentleman was mostly excited about Predator and the new Fast and Furious title. Okay, I, I kind of get Predator because it looks a little bit interesting. It does. You it know, looks pretty good. You know, I mean, did he see the trailer for Fast and Furious? No I, offense. I, I, I love you, buddy. Yeah, but, I didn't, I didn't want to ask questions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where it would have taken us. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to ask the question. Did you see the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? If you're a fan of the Fast and the Furious, I can kind of see that. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens with it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, the closest thing we've ever gotten is that, like, Forza. Two expansion or something, or Forza oh, Horizon yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah, 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 and that was that was actually kind of fun. I think yeah, I had it was You could hundred percent it in like two hours. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I did. That. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> awesome. So anyway, good stuff there. Um, clearly, I, I, I tweeted yesterday um, just a list. I thought of every big 2020 title and wrote it as short as I could so I could fit as many as possible in a tweet. Yeah, and the list was like it was like 50 games, and I'm still leaving some out. Yeah, so, we're complaining now, but. We're screwed. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, a bunch of people are like, I don't know how we're going to play all these games, no. but we're spoiled rotten. So it's, uh, it's a good good problem to have. Yep. 100%. All right. So did not expect this. We're going to jump into the news. And this is, I just put this first because I uh, didn't see this one coming. Yeah. Super excited about it. And people ask me, I don't normally curse on Twitter, but my first response, mm -hmm. I just typed out what came into my head and I just said, well, fuck me sideways. Yeah. Because yeah. there is a Last of Us TV show coming to HBO, <laughs> written by uh, Neil Druckmann, of course, from Naughty Dog, uh, creator of Last of Us, co-creator, and Craig Mazin, who uh, wrote, and I don't know if he directed, he wrote Chernobyl, which is a highly celebrated, yeah. celebrated show on HBO, um, that's going to be telling the story of Joel and Ellie. They better get it right, goddammit. I mean, how can you screw it up? You've already written it once. Well, yeah, I know, but the actors, right? Like, they have to... Oh, yeah. You know, oh, you yeah. I never about that the actors. Yep. And nice. it's coming soon, is what the uh, HBO tweet said. Now, obviously, there's no context there if it's this year or what. But um, the other interesting thing here is that they said that PlayStation has teamed up with HBO Studios for TV shows. Man. Can so you imagine? Yeah, so, I mean... Uncharted is this whole movie that's been in flux right. forever. Who knows if that's coming? Last of Us was supposed to be a movie, apparently, and they they turned kind of like they've done with Halo, right? Yeah. Screw the movie, let's go to a I series. I think this is the better idea. Anyway. Me too. Yeah, Me 100%. Too. Yeah, if you notice, the table is slightly higher over here. That's because <laughs> underneath here, my excitement is showing. I am so pumped for this 
like show. It's unbelievable. Like almost probably on the level of like The Witcher. Oh yeah. You know, I Me mean, too. it's so, and I love HBO. I mean, I don't know if they've done anything bad in the past, but I, I watch high quality stuff. I, yeah, I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. There's a show called Avenue Five that I just found. It's awesome. Uh, Nick Millions, go watch that crap if you want some good documentary stuff. But I mean, you know, Silicon Valley, I and mean, they've always done good shows yeah. to me. You know? High production. Yeah, yeah, high production. So this is super exciting. Um, I don't know, like, I was thinking, like, who the actor should be and stuff like that. I just can't put anybody with Joel or really Ellie. I didn't really think about Ellie too much, but... Ellie's always been... Um, Ellen Page. Ellen Page, yeah. yeah. But yeah, she's not going to do it. No, no. <laughs> 100% not going to do it. No. Even though she still looks like she's... You know, she still looks age. young, yeah. yeah. She's, she's not. No, no, that's not Well, happening. she's young, but not that young. No. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited, regardless of what happens. And then, you know, just the thought of, like, maybe, like, a God of War or, like, a Horizon Zero Dawn, if they could pull that kind of stuff yeah, could off. could you imagine? Like, oh Horizon Zero Dawn with kind of, like, high-end special effects, yes. like a sci-fi? Yes. With an Aloy. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm ridiculously pumped about this show yeah. and, uh, like you said, of what could potentially come. I say just cancel the damn Uncharted movie and go this route. Yeah. It, it hasn't fine. been working. You've been trying to do it for like years. Just yep. let it go. Move to a series. Yeah. There's no shame. You don't have to do all <laughs> the movies all the time. No. 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 This is good stuff. All right. So, um, you know, we were joking. Well, not joking. Well, we were joking. I was joking. Yeah, we were joking. Yeah. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. It's here. It's everywhere. Um, <laughs> He's got it. It's getting worse. <laughs> Season gaming has it. Slight went down <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Uh, E3. Yeah. So that's the big question. So South by Southwest was canceled yesterday. The you know huge kind of indie film show out of Boston. Mm -hmm. um, that was unex well maybe not unexpected, but it was a surprise I should say. Sure. Um, you know I talk to people kind of all in different industries, and I know my company, and we're talking a big company. Um, all travel's been canceled. Um, we're even having employees work from home um, if you need to or can you know, um, and I'm hearing that across just industries, right, mm -hmm. all over the place. Microsoft came out, um, some of the development studios came out, said they're allowing everyone to work from home. It's just, uh, it's really clamping down on everything. Yeah. So, you know, ESA put out a formal statement saying obviously monitoring closely. Uh, with the with the uh, show being in June, you know, historically, I think what some people have said, and there's all kinds of misinformation, so if this is wrong, don't kill me, but is that as it warms up, a lot of these viruses that they're, their transmission rate basically starts to decrease sure. um, compared to winter months. But, you know, we'll see. I, I think we're already, we're only three months from yeah. E3 as of almost today to the day as we record this. Um, and that's, we're seeing things months out be canceled or postponed. Well, Emerald City Comic Con, that was supposed to happen two days from now in Seattle. Canceled. They yeah, moved Seattle's. Back to, yeah. yeah, they moved it back to the summertime, I think. It said summer 2020. Okay. So, actually talked Same to a guy. Same with GDC. Yeah. That was supposed to happen. Yeah, talked to a guy that said he was heading out there, and that was, you know, three or four days ago. So, they just recently canceled that, too. Okay. I don't know what they're going to do. You know, I mean. Oh, and um, not to interrupt you, but never mind. Go ahead. No, finish I'm, that thought. Finish I, that thought. I, that's it. I mean, it's just, you know, what do you do? The economical impact, yeah, you know, huge. I mean, I think I saw somewhere where it says like $350 million to the city of Austin just from, you know, but you, you look, it trickles down to everything, you know, it trickles down to uh, waiters and, you know, oh, staff yeah. and, you know, restaurants, Tourists, you know, drivers, airlines, you know, everything. drivers, yep. Uber, yeah, everything. everything. Oh yeah. It's, it's insane. You know, and is it the right thing? I don't know. I mean, I'm not a virologist. I don't know how bad this is, you know, and, but, but, you know, I guess better safe than sorry. You know, I just, you know. Remember that, you know, you go to stores now and it, everything's sold out, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. sanitizer, yeah. antibacterial wipes, alcohol, aloe vera, you know, all this stuff that, you know, you, to, that people are picking up. You know, my biggest worry is that, you know, people are going to need this, you know, down the road. And, you know, like the doctors and the hospitals, you know, right. people are just kind of buying everything up and causing shortages, which is going to cause, I mean, that's going to be the biggest impact, I think, is that it's, it's going to be economical. And if they cancel E3, I can't even imagine what kind of economical impact it's going to have on Los Angeles. And they're ready in a state of emergency. State of emergency so yeah. we'll, we'll see and just keep monitoring it. And I hope everything turns out okay and that, you know, people are able to go to this thing, you know, even if it's in a limited capacity, you know. Yeah, you know, I that's know what I'm hoping is even if it's not 
everything that we had hoped, right? right. I hope the event still goes on to some degree. Yeah. Um, Wash your fingers, guys. Yeah, it was... Uh, and wash then, your damn hands. <laughs> before you cross your fingers, wash your hands. Yeah. Um, the other thing that was really kind of bizarre, uh, and I don't know if you saw this, but I am 8-Bit, pretty big company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do collectibles and stuff. They came out yesterday out of nowhere and basically said, we're, you know, unfortunately have to announce that we're dropping out as creative directors of E3. We had a planned kind of evolutionary experience planned for E3 and, you know, we've parted ways. The weird part about the statement is nothing to do with coronavirus. Right. So well, I, there's, there's, I think I saw there was some stuff going on behind the scenes as far as like leadership. That's what I mean. Like that, yeah. It sounds more like, so this E3 is in kind of a mess right now. Right. Because you're yeah. in the middle of this huge virus where every other big event's being canceled. Mm -hmm. You're having creative directive decisions, disagreements, I guess, uh, mm -hmm. three months out. Three months out, you should know what's going on at every step of the way. I right. Mean, it should be done. It should be all planned out, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. Certainly no. not. And then the weird thing is that people may, you know, we keep talking about this, right? But Microsoft kind of holds their own E3 mm -hmm. in their own theater and everything. And who knows what they're going to do. EA does their own thing as well. Mm -hmm. um, so even if convention hall is kind of limited or something happens there, are they, the other one's going to be canceled too? Is the whole thing going to be across the board? Yeah. I don't know. But it'd be super disappointing because I was telling people, you know, it, Obviously, it's a console launch here, mm -hmm. so all kinds of big things going on. Um, I already have my trip planned, booked everything with a bunch of the guys we know and like mm -hmm. and stand at the house getting to meet people I've never met in real life. Got my media badge earlier this week. It's like everything was lining up to be perfect, and goddamn coronavirus. Damn, he's I know. Damn viruses. Viruses! Uh, anyway, um, so we'll see. I guess we'll just keep an eye on it like everyone else, right? No one's telling how bad this thing is going to get. Yet. I see there's a lot of mixed information, you know, and I try to read the actual scientists and doctors stuff and see what they say. And you know what I like to watch? Dr. Drew. Love that dude. Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew. Oh, he used to, like those he used to be on uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But let me tell you something, guys. The guy knows his stuff. Well, he's a and real he, doctor. He's a real doctor. Yeah. yeah. Now, go watch some of his little podcasts. He had a couple of them on there. Just okay. a little free promo for him. They're really good. Except his wife's on there as a producer. No offense. She can talk. <laughs> like, interrupts him every 10 seconds. If you can get past that, he's actually got some really good information. <laughs> and, and, and it, you know, it's it's more of like a, you know, from a nice calm standpoint where, you know, and you just explain the facts. And that's, okay. that's what, you, what, what, you know, we really need anymore. It, it, it's gotten to the point now where, you know, we're, we're in this position where we, we, we are, you know, kind of like a reasonable couple of guys. You know, we, we, we don't sensationalize. <laughs> craziness and I think that's what's getting out of hand in the media now it's all Always. about clicks yeah. you know more so on national media now that I'm seeing it you know I can I, I used to see it on Twitter and websites oh I got a you know YouTube videos oh it's every industry right now I, I never really noticed how bad it was <laughs> yeah, it's bad you know like with CNN and MSNBC yeah. Fox News it's just insane it's just like well we need you know and I don't know what's right or what's wrong so yeah. you know like you said you know just listen to the CDC yeah. you know hopefully this thing kind of dies down a little bit and, you know, E3 goes off, you know, at least with few hitches. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a few things. Oh, there's going to be hitches. Yeah, there's going to be definitely <laughs> hitches. You know, I'll be watching it from my coronavirus free. <laughs> well, uh, I'm telling you, I was going to say, if, if the whole thing gets canceled, the whole thing, yeah. and it gets worse, we could do instead do like a season gaming uh, kind of overview of the conferences as they're live. Yeah, we yeah. could do reaction basically and just hang out with people digitally. Do that. That'd be awesome. So we'll plan that if, you know, if we can't give you the coverage from the show floor. Absolutely. So, um, you know, the only thing, not to keep going on about this, but the only thing that hit me last night, which I hadn't really considered because I don't think much about viruses, yeah. is um, this one doctor was putting out a whole thread of things to be aware of or thinking of, right? Hmm. And, and all the real information, most of it you've heard. But the one thing that kind of struck home to me was, well, first, it should be obvious that there's, probably thousands, tens of thousands of cases out there that are just unconfirmed, right? There's people that have it that don't know they have it yet. Right. Um, but what they said is, you know, as those geographical regions, <laughs> going to have to ask you to leave, yeah. <laughs> as those geographical regions uh, more and more get it, right? The problem is, is that this multiplies at a factor of like three or four or something, mm -hmm. which means that, you know, as more, it just 
um, it's almost like a, a root factor, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like when you go from 400 people have it, it's like, oh God, now 800, but then that 800 goes to 3,200, that 3,200 goes to 12,000 and it gets the escalation of it. Sure. It gets higher and higher. And it's like, oh boy. All right. Yep. You never know. No. You know, I mean, like I said, you know, we might have it right now. No idea. But I hope not. Yeah, I hope not too. <laughs> you know what? Is what it is. It's just go, it is what it is. There go we go. For it, man. There we go. Just, just live your life. Just be clean. It's not that hard. I still see people going into like bathrooms and not washing their hands. Like before that, that disgusted me. <laughs> now I'm just like, you know, like Come I'm following on. people this out. Hasn't like, even hey, pushed you to this guy didn't wash his hand. <laughs> Get out of here. Just wash your hands. Okay. Nobody wants. It's to not that hard. No. All right. So we got AMD's financial day yesterday. Now there Sweet. were rumors ahead of time as always about what was going to be included in this we did get some new slides on the upcoming technology the new consoles were mentioned um so what came out of this was interesting so sadly didn't really help in any confirmation sense of what's actually coming with ps5 but we did we did see that what they confirmed is that microsoft and amd have co-developed co-engineered the direct x ray tracing capabilities as part of RDNA 2. Sure. Not RDNA 2 itself. Yep. Right? Um, so now, based on what the slides, and they didn't confirm this, but the assumption is that PlayStation 5 is RDNA 2 as well. And we've talked kind of extensively about this, right? Sure. I know I've been talking about it for a while. Yep. So, again, not confirmed, but if this is true, this is great news. Yeah. Because all this means is that the massive power kind of increase we're going to see over the X1X and PS4 Pro is going to apply to, I mean, it was already going to apply to the PS5, right. but even more so now um, than if it was just a modified RDNA 1, which is, there's a lot of debate out there. No one knows for sure, but either way, if it is RDNA 2, this is great news because it means that both the Series X and PS5 are literally going to be peak of what's available when they launch. RDNA. <laughs> brought to you by MD. So, so I, I actually, this is kind of news to me. So okay. RDNA 2 yes. does hardware ray, ray tracing, right? But it hasn't, the, hasn't Sony said that that's what they're doing? Is well, that's where it gets confusing. Okay. It's because in, in a lot of these tech documents that are out there, and there's a million of them, uh -huh. right? They're basically saying that you can do a custom. Remember we've heard AMD say PlayStation 5 has secret sauce? They actually said that on stage. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Lisa Sue said that? Yep. Um, it's actually Thousand Island. <laughs> they're trying to clean it yeah. up. It's a mess. Um, <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> um, so what people are saying now is, well, it could be a heavily modified RDNA 1 architecture. But I don't know. I'm not techy enough to really know the right. full details. Yeah, I, I have no clue, but it, it seems like why do that when you've got, you know, it's like, hey, look, here's, you know, Big Mac sauce. Great. We're going to try to make Big Mac sauce with all this other stuff. Yeah. Even though you've got it right here and you can just use this, AMD, you know, RDNA2, we're going to try to make it our own. Yeah. You know what and I mean? It just doesn't make any sense to me why you would go through that extra step. I agree. You know, so, well, I mean, the, the only thing that so I wish they would just come out and say it so we could stop the Yes, Sony, bastards. So the only, the, I think the reason people are still like, well, I don't know, is because there's that slide that was on AMD's um, keynotes, right? Uh -huh. And it has PS5 as seven um, uh, die size, the die size as seven. And it says RDNA architecture, right? Mm -hmm. But then right next to it, it has Xbox as next gen RDNA. Mm. There was a difference, and it's like, so, I just, I wish they would come out and say it. I I, I hope, and I, I would think that anyone who's not an idiot, or a Twitter guy, hashtag Twitter guy, Twitter guy. hopes that PS5 is RDNA 2, yeah. because the cool thing is that they did show some of the performance improvements. You know, we were speculating what that is over RDNA 1 last week, I think we were talking right. about two weeks ago. Um, but it, it's it's substantial. Yeah, so man. someone did the calculation and basically said, if you took the Xbox One X GPU, right, mm -hmm. and you, you look at from GCN architecture, which is pre-RDNA, right? So you go from GCN to RDNA to RDNA 2. If you extrapolate that out, it would be the Series X would have the graphical power of over 4 
Xbox One X's. That's gross. So like 22 point some teraflops, if you calculate it out, if it's full RDNA 2. Okay. So just to put into perspective, these are a substantial increase over what we're currently playing on. That's awesome. I mean, I mean it's not going to be a bad thing, regardless of what it is. You know, I mean... It's, no, we said no matter what, they're yeah, both going to be amazing. But it's just going to be, you know... Stronger the better. Right, yeah, mine's got more horsepower than yours, you know, kind of thing. And it's just, it doesn't really matter. I don't think, I think, I still think the power thing is super overrated. You know, it, it's, I've seen, you know, for me, it's always been about, hey, I want to get on this as fast as I can. You know, that smart launch or whatever technology. Smart delivery. Smart delivery, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get in, zoom. Right. I want to yeah. get in my game and play my game. Yeah. You know, I want it to look good, but, it, you know, I don't expect, you know, looking at somebody that's like, you know, completely lifelike right in front of you. I, it's, it's, it's a game. So it's always going to have those kind of, you know, and I think a lot of the, you know, artistic aspect gets overlooked a lot, a lot of times. Does. And, and Nintendo's proven that. Yes. You know, and you know, it's power, I think is a little bit overrated. I just like to see some cool games. I like to see some cool graphics. I want to, you know, I want some good experiences. Period. I also think, you know, exclusivity on games is super overrated. So <laughs> I, I think, like all the arguments that people are making for their, you know, respective consoles, is just completely wrong. You know, I, I think it's just play where you're gonna play. Play where your friends play. Play games. That's what we want to do. And so, whatever RDNA two is, or turns out to be, if it's in both of them. Fantastic! I just want to see what they're bringing. You know, I want to see some cool games and new experiences. You know that we haven't seen. You know, I'm I'm starting to get a little bit more interested in like what the VR aspect is going to be with the PS. Yeah, VR I would too. love to hear about oh, PSVR too. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see some of that stuff too. So, but that's first we got to hear about the console. So <laughs> get on it, Sony. I mean, I don't know what the hell the deal is. You're not you you know, you have nothing playing the rest of the year except for this. You know, I mean, I don't I, I don't understand the whole marketing part of it and you know that's it just drives me crazy you know like we saw with what happened well, with with the launch of the one and the ps4 yeah and the debacle that was xbox and there's their messaging yeah oh yeah it was so dumb <laughs> you know and you know, people wonder why you know people were like oh, i'm not buying that you know and it's it's that kind of thing that people are going to look at like hey Here's my disc. You can borrow it. You know that super simple <laughs> PlayStation ad or whatever, and that, that's that's the kind of thing I think that gamers really are going to gravitate to. You know, more more so than all the technology part of it. I think is this going to be? Can this run this? Does it do a good job running? We've it? We've talked about it. Ease yeah. of access, digital library. Yes, transfer. Exactly. Um, I agree with all that. I just want the strongest console possible yeah. for both yeah not, not for one yep uh, i want the same on nintendo but that's a lost freaking call so no. <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry nintendo <laughs> all right so uh sticking on a playstation front we finally got big news this week on ghost of tsushima we've been waiting for this a uh, a long time now um i like to re remind everyone that um infamous second son their last game came out in 2014 so they've been working on Ghost of Tsushima now, theoretically, right, for six years. Awesome. Uh, it comes out June 26th. We got about a three-and-a-half-minute story trailer. And uh, in typical kind of PlayStation fashion, they're doing a collector's edition and special edition, which they're, they're very similar. You've seen all the PlayStation exclusive, yeah. exclusives there. The way they do the digital edition, the special edition, and the collector's edition are very similar across mm -hmm. the board. Um, so for once, I'm not actually ordering it. What? shockingly i'm not too impressed by it i know some people out there i saw a big response that they loved it so good enjoy it's, it's that mask it's it's like half a mask yeah the half a mask thing yeah, i don't really care how much is it 170. Mm. what's the just the regular digital stuff it's like 70 bucks the special edition it's is like 100 or it's 80 bucks yeah that's nothing that's what they did with uh days gone that was the same yeah, thing same, that's what i mean yeah god of war definitely same thing. yeah yeah all the same yeah so well at least it gives you options i guess you know yeah no no i think it's good there's nothing wrong with it i just don't care for the um the collector's edition on this one when you look at something like um uh doom which comes out in a couple of weeks and you get this helmet. beautiful steel book the helmet mm -hmm. looks fantastic you get all this other stuff i'm just not on this one but nope. that's neither here nor there mm -hmm. so i want to hear your thoughts on because i i have a opinion that i think is in the minority on this <laughs> so i want to hear your thoughts first on what you saw of ghost of tsushima this week i mean it looks cool that's about all i can say 
you know, it's, we've seen so many bits and pieces and this feels just like everything was kind of put together in just a longer form to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looks good and, but I, I have no idea what it's going to be. So, you know, it's, that's kind of one of those things like, is it going to be more like, you know, Sekiro or is it going to be more like infamous, you know, kind of like their old thing where it's more accessible to people. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. You know, like you said, I want accessibility. I'm, you know how I feel about super difficult games. I hate them. So but, I don't. I don't think Sony goes that route. No, not, not no, with no. the first party game. I don't think they will either. So I'm. I'm hoping it's really good. I'm still. You know, I'm going to buy it day one, of course, because I buy everything else. Um, I'm. I'm excited for it, but you know, I'm still. You know, cyberpunk. Okay. Out there, you know what I mean. No, so, so no, <laughs> this is good because you and I are on the exact same page. Then. Yeah. Because the way you stated that of we. <laughs> If you look at the marketing, Sony are brilliant at marketing. Nobody beats Sony at marketing. Sure. They're just, they're the best. If you look at the way the game's been marketed, we have seen video, essentially, 98% right. of the time. And this was no different. You saw a little gameplay. Right. But um, it was really cut in a way that was movie-like, like you said. Almost mm -hmm. pieces put together in a long form. And it looks beautiful. Love the setting. Love Samurai. Like you said, I'll be there on day one. Can't wait to play it. But... There's context in, we, to your point, we still don't know what this game truly is. We still don't know what the mechanics are like. Um, we saw this exact same style of marketing for Days Gone, which came out as a mess. Yeah. Um, and didn't, you know, obviously didn't review heavily. I know some people love that game. Mm -hmm. um, but we've seen, we see the same type of marketing and camera angles and movie like. It's the same thing for every Sony first party game. Right. Some of them, like Uncharted 4. Last of Us are absolutely brilliant, in my opinion. Last of mm -hmm. Us 2, we've talked about, I'll continue to talk about every week until it comes out and probably for years after. Mm -hmm. um, but, I, you know, Infamous Second Son, in my opinion, it, it wasn't a banger. It wasn't an incredible game. It was a good game. Right, right, good yeah, game. I agree. It wasn't incredible. Sucker Punch, in my opinion, has not delivered an incredible game in sure, their development fair. history. Yeah. So... It's just weird to me. Like I'm excited. I'm exactly like you. I'm excited for it. It looks beautiful. I'll be there on day one. But these people who are acting like, oh my god, this is going to be the game of the generation. You know, you see this crazy, crazy oh, hype. I don't see that stuff. Oh my god, <laughs> people are saying their most wanted game of the year. They've been waiting years for it. I mean, they're just going nuts over this. And I'm like, I don't think there's any context of developer history, what we've seen, any of that. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's. You know, Death Stranding kind of had that same, you know, that was riding on Kojima most of, course, of the time, right? yeah. So... And then they showed gameplay, and we were all like, uh... Right, and then, yeah. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, just like they're, they they do those releases and the special editions the same way every time, it seems like their marketing... It's the same. Exactly And it works. Same. Yeah, and people are going to buy it and yeah. wrap it up. But, you know, it's still not a, you know, none of these exclusive games, um, regardless, I think, of which console are like, you know, they're, they're not console sellers you know they're a very small percentage you know it's spider-man sitting at about 12 to 13 percent. i was gonna say i think spider-man is but that's more because of the ip right yeah that that's part partially that the ip and then you know they had huge sales on it you know like as far as like, like the 199 like discounts, yeah. yeah right yeah you know like gigantic discounts on the game you get it for like 20 bucks with the dlc at one point you know it, it's but that's fine that's fine you know the more people that play it the better but you're looking at, you know, 13 million copies on a console that's sold probably. It's 10%. Yeah, it's probably right around, yeah, yeah 10 to 12%. Yeah, and, and that's their best. Right. Yeah. So that, that's why I always say consoles or exclusives don't really matter that much as far as selling consoles go. Not as you much know? as people like to think. No, absolutely not. I, mean, I don't think power does is the same thing. It's always coming down to most people are going to be playing GTA, Call of Duty, FIFA. Madden. It's proven that. The data right. proves it. Yeah, I mean, that's what people get their consoles for. <coughs> and then they go, hey, Jimmy, what console do you have? Oh, PS5? Great. That's the one I'll get because that's where we can play together. But that's coming to an end with, you know, crossplay cross and yeah. stuff. So it, it's, I get what you're saying totally because, and I'm not sure, I'm glad I didn't see any of this because I might have had to say something. But Oh, um, <laughs> not to interrupt you again, but Ghost of Tsushima was another one when get, uh, most anticipated poll of 2020. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's anticipate what you want, you know, but until we get it in our hands, we're not going to know, right? Yeah. Hell, I hate, 
Could be brilliant. Could be awesome. Yeah. You know, Halo Infinite might suck. I'm just oh. saying it. I'm just throwing it out there. It might be right. garbage. I'm going to take care of this <laughs> offline, guys. He's going to give me COVID-19. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it, but you just never know. That's true. We, and we've seen, we've seen, I mean, look at Halo 5. Halo. People lambasted. Be, be, be careful. The, the story. <laughs> That's true. Right? You know, and the story just, is considered the worst. It in is the, the worst, right? But it's still a good game. Oh, it's fantastic. You know, and that's, that's, you just never know till it comes out. And, and, and to be excited for it, I mean, 100% do that. If it's your most anticipated game, that's fine. Don't make it your most anticipated keep, game keep because it, it's a Sony game. Keep in check. Exactly. Right. That's, that's, that's the worst part. You know, and people, and same thing, you know, with Halo Infinite. I understand it could be your most anticipated game, not because it's Halo, but because it's an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Ori, same way. Yeah. You know, a lot of people love that game. It's fine, you know. But I th to your point, you just said it, but Halo has a rich history, right? Sure. Um, Ori only has one game, but it was excellent. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what's so interesting about this. That's kind of my point. This is a new IP. Yeah. This development studio hasn't made this game before. There's yes. no history there, and their history is not... It's good. Yeah. Again, good, not brilliant, right? <laughs> right. And so, maybe this is the one that takes them to that next maybe. level. Like um, uh, Gorilla did it with yeah, Horizon Zero exactly. Dawn. Exactly, right? that could happen then. Um, but when you look at uh, Bend, who uh, did Uncharted, Golden Abyss, and then did Days Gone, they didn't hit that mark. Right. Right, so... Golden it, Abyss, that was the PSP game? Vita. Vita, Vita game, yeah. yeah. It was actually quite good. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I mean, and that's the thing, you know, this, that was their real first attempt. Yeah. And, you know, for... For what it was, it wasn't terrible. I like you know, Days Gone. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's a little, you know, I'm always measure my games in like terms of like content yep. and like what I get, what I, you know, do I get what I pay for? I for sure did. I like the story. I mean, it was good. Yeah. Again, good. Not not everything's going to be a God of War. No. Right. God of War yeah. is a absolutely incredible title, and you just can't hit right. that peak often. Right. And they had the the previous games to kind of lean on a little bit. Sure. But it, you know, when you look at that game, it really is so much different. Than all the rest of them before, it's, you know. it, not, I don't want to say stole, but it took ideas from many other games sure. that had been done, right? Like it picked pieces. Yeah. So that's what you got to do, man. Yeah. Pick the right pieces. <laughs> so we'll see. I just I wanted to see what your context was on this, but it was very similar because I was like super excited for it. Looks beautiful, without a yeah. doubt. Can't wait to play it. But just Same. keep it in check, man. This is yeah. people are. I, we saw it with Death Stranding last year, yeah. Game of the Year, twenty nineteen. It's like it's not even out. That's that that drives me nuts. You know what I mean? Like, I've calm seen down. Some of that stuff. It's like, oh yeah, like even Cyberpunk. You know, they're like, oh, that's gonna be game of the year. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it will be. It could Maybe be. it's garbage. You know. Whoa. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. That's, that's, I'm part of the 41. percent You know. But you know, you just never know. Last of Us Two. There's so much pressure on that. You no know what doubt. I mean? And if that game is anything but incredible. Right. It's, uh, it's not gonna only gotta be, be equal. Down. To the first one it's got to be better yeah. i would not know? want to be in that position oh no way i couldn't even imagine no. but i'm looking forward to all of them so it doesn't really matter yep yep ghosts <laughs> june 26th june 26th yep. all right which is cool not to keep on ghosts but which is cool because that's a kind of midsummer release right after we don't, three yeah we don't get yeah. big blockbusters in midsummer usually so that's cool thank god yeah it's cool and that gives us a month and six weeks to beat last of us twice yeah it's probably last of us two Times? Two times. <laughs> All right, so staying on, and I don't know if we have much to say on this, but staying on uh, PlayStation real quick, is Final Fantasy VII Remake Demo. We didn't talk about that last week. No. Um, I've said many, many times over, I am not a Final Fantasy VII fan. I'm one of the few who uh, just don't really enjoy it, so I haven't bothered with this. Didn't know if you had. No, I, I, I bought, or I didn't buy, I, I, I had seven. I played it, you know. The original. The original. Yeah. You know, and Me too. Sometimes... Games like movies, like, don't mess with it. I mean, you can, I guess, you know. Look, look at Ghostbusters. Look what you did to Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. Sometimes it's there, and it's just what it needs to be. Back to the future. Back to the future. Leave it alone. Right. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. If somebody wants to remake that, come talk to me. <laughs> you know, The Rock. I heard rumors. Don't, don't. It's you it's don't. right where it should be. Yeah. Right. Now, that's not saying that it can't be improved on, all right, with the fancy graphics. People and seem stuff. to love it. And yeah, and people seem to really like it, and yeah. that's awesome. I just, I know what Final Fantasy VII was to me when I played through it the first time, and it was a really special game, and I, it was like one of the first real RPGs that, you know, that 
that deep that I really got into. Mm. So it's... That's why you liked it, because you didn't have any context. I, right, I had no context, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, but no, why would I want to go back? And now, they, they, you know, I know they've changed stuff and everything, and for people that do like it, that's fine. Um, I'm just, I, I don't know if it's going to ruin my original experience if I go mm. back and play, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm, maybe I'll try the demo. I was going to say, try the demo, see what, see, see what happens. But yeah. everybody seems to enjoy it Yeah, so it's, people have been loving it, no doubt. Yeah, game of the year. <laughs> so that one uh, that comes out in April, right? April tenth, I think. I don't have the date here, but I'm going off memory. I think that's right. Sure. Um, so let's talk about Stadia. <laughs> we talked let's about Stadia talk last about week Stadia. with Wilmy, and uh, he was one of the few people we've ever met who actually yeah, uses it. Yeah, we've met one. Well, doesn't use it. Owns it. Yeah, he owns two. Two. That's right. He I, said two, yeah. and it has no games. So. <laughs> what they're trying, to, which segue, yeah. takes us right into what they're doing, which is opening a new development studio in California in Playa Vista. Um, this was announced by Jade Raymond, who I totally forgot was at Stadia. Um, ex, I think, EA executive. She's She's been around the industry for a long time. But more interesting here is that the studio head is going to be um, Shannon Studstill, who was Sony Santa Monica. Yeah. So who basically, you know, oversaw... Um, the development of the most recent God of War and, and games prior to that and had been kind of a well-known um, mainstay at Sony Santa Monica. So this is pretty surprising that you leave the studio under PlayStation, who developed the second best game of 2018, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so acclaimed, yeah. you know, so acclaimed, yeah. and you go to a new studio for Stadia, of all things. So that paycheck must have been... Awesome. Yeah, that paycheck must have been something else. Yeah. Like, she's right now buying three more houses. <laughs> That's how good it was. So, I, I only know her from the documentary. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Raising Kratos or whatever? Uh-huh. Yeah. And... Awesome, by the way. Yeah, if you so haven't watched, good. If you haven't watched that. So good. Um, and I, I didn't understand this. Like, is this new studio going to make exclusive games yes. for, yeah. for Stadia? That's a terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> All right. I talked to a guy that uh, works for Google Fiber yesterday. He didn't know what Stadia was. All right. I was like, hey, you, you know, have you heard of Stadia? This new thing, you Google, what's, what's Stadia? I was like, well, it's a Google product. You know, you guys are installing this Fiber stuff. And, yeah. you know, he's like, no. I no well, Fiber was basically shut down. They've, they've yeah. kind of paused all their plans on that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And that's, that's my biggest worry is that you take somebody that's so good at what she does, yeah. you know, and potentially put her in a position that, you know, unless she can come out swinging, like that's going to make people want to go out and buy a Chromecast and the controller and pay whatever it is for the other 32 games that are on there, you know, I mean, it doesn't, I, I'm good for her. I mean, it's, a, I, I, I hope it, I, I hope, hope it works she does out real well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but good at the same time, I'm super worried, you know, that it's just going to kind of disappear. Yeah. You know, it's just like when, when you've got, like Wilmy said, you know, you, you, you've got 20 something games on the store site and, and maybe, yeah, and then you're, you're talking... Ten, ten of them are AAA. I mean, yeah. a bunch of them are small indie games. Right, and you're going minimum probably four years well, out. That's what year. I was going to say. If you if you imagine, if this is a new studio that's going to make exclusive games, right? As you said, minimum three years to get yeah. a... Not a AAA, but just to get something out, right? right? Something actually done that's new. You, you're talking about three years into the lifespan of PS5 and Xbox Series X who are already more powerful than your state of you offer you, right? Mm -hmm. And xCloud's going to be fully, I mean, it's going to be global at that point, three yep. years from now. It just seems, I don't know, man. It seems dumb. It seems like a bad decision yeah. on the surface. There has, she's obviously a smart person, right? So yeah, she knows her stuff. Yeah, right. there's, there's something there. Maybe she's looking at this as a paycheck, and in five years she retires. I yeah. don't know. Um, yeah, but, and again, who are we to judge people's, you know, she's probably making you know, 10 times what oh, I'm yeah. making and I'm going to tell her what to do. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, my, my, like I said, the biggest worry is that Stadia actually doesn't do anything, which it hasn't yet. So, I mean, it's just going to, Google has that tendency to just kind of leave things, yeah. you know, let them go. It's kind of like fade into oblivion and, you know, I hope something comes out that's going to, you know, and maybe make me a Stadia purchaser. Yeah, you no, know. I'm with you. I'd love, love to, play to play some unique 
good games are unique good games. I don't right. care where they are. But why not, as Google, form a studio that makes games for multi-platforms? Because that's where you're going to make your money. You're not going to sell, you know, you know, I just put $4 million into this game that we've sold 32 copies of, you know? It doesn't make any but, sense. But the Google, I mean, yeah, I guess money, I mean, money is yeah. that money. They want control, right? And it's getting people. They can't do it either. <laughs> I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying yeah. that's probably their mindset, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's that old uh, kind of ecosystem control, right? And I'm not a big fan of Google to begin with. But if, the, if Stadia had a good offering, you know, I'd still check it out. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. Anyway, we'll see what comes of this. Um, Yumi Yang was named the new head, by the way, of Sony Santa Monica. Also in the documentary. Also in the documentary. 19-year uh, veteran with PlayStation. Um, I know Corey Barlog posted about, you know, loving Yumi and fantastic relationship there. So in terms of Sony Santa, Mo <clears throat> Sony Santa Monica, I don't see a hiccup. You know, I think they're going to be just fine and got a war too, which is no doubt in development. Um, will probably be amazing when it releases in a few years, I'm sure. Yep. Um, the only other thing that came out this week, which was kind of interesting, I guess, is that the senior combat designer at Sony Santa Monica on God of War, the guy who did a lot of combat, he did a doc, uh, not documentary, he did a YouTube video about the boat mechanics. Mm -hmm. He worked on all that stuff as well. He uh, was a veteran of Sony Santa Monica and Bioware. Um, he left and went to In Exile, and he is now the senior combat designer um, at In Exile for their future game, which is cool. It's going to be awesome. So, talent... you spell that right? What's that? You spell that right? I sure did. Okay, so making sure. I had some lovely arguments <laughs> with people on Twitter. Um, on, on, and I actually had to cite. I had comments on Season Gaming. People were like, it's a capital I. I'm like, it's not a capital I. That's actually how they spell it. Look at their company. Oh, yeah, man. This is cool. I mean, this is another... It seems like this is happening like every week now. Like people are people just are moving all over, the, all place. over the place. It's a good time to transition because you've got a new set of consoles coming in. You've mm -hmm. got big projects being worked on. Funding is higher than ever. I mean, this is not. This happens in every industry. Yeah. Um, it's just more visible here because these people have roles that impact us. Yeah. Yep. You know. So pretty cool. Um, for those who weren't aware, In Exile, you know, is releasing Wasteland Three this year, but that was an ongoing project they already had mm -hmm. prior to the acquisition. Their future project, as they've grown now to over 100 people, is supposedly all they've said is a AAA RPG. So bring it on. Bring it on. Because In Exile does Western RPG stuff good. So big budget, good talent. Yep. Let's do it. I want to see some stuff. All right. <clears throat> Just had to mention this one because it's, it's big news for the PC community, and that's that Halo CE Combat Evolved is now on Master Chief Collection for PC. They, uh, they released kind of a cool trailer called the Hushed Casket which uh, was a reference to Chief being in cryosleep. Um, and then the next day, we, we kind of speculated, oh, it probably means Halo CE is coming soon to Master Chief Collection. The very next day, they're like, it's live. It kind of <laughs> surprised everyone. So yeah. pretty cool launch. Uh, plenty of people playing it on PC. Um, it's really good to see. I mean, you know, uh, Halo CE officially has not been on PC in 20 years. That's awesome. So good Man, stuff. As long as people get to play it. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Mm. Um, don't know if you saw this, because I know we're both pumped for Doom. One of the coolest aspects of Doom is the soundtrack. And, of course, um, God dang, I forget the guy's name now. He's really well-known. Um, does all the guitar riffs and, you know, the, the notable music from Doom. But they released a video yesterday of them kind of working on the soundtrack and having this basically, like, uh, symphonic chorus mixed with, you know, the... the fast-paced stuff and everything it's really cool one did you see that i did not see that one yeah you should check it out it's they just posted it yesterday it's it's cool so if you're a fan of doom especially the soundtracks which really get you going while you're playing doom definitely check that out yeah they're doing a really good job kind of marketing this game yeah. it's giving you like a give you a taste yeah. you know and just giving you just enough where you really really want to play it but not you know where it's like completely overbearing and smashing you over the head with a shovel it's going to be a big launch. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to be, because if you think about Bethesda, Bethesda, uh, their past few launches have been poor. Yes. You know, Fallout 76, which obviously is goes without saying. Yeah. Um, Wolfenstein Youngblood fell flat. Mm -hmm. um, unless I'm forgetting a game, they haven't had a good launch since Wolfenstein 2, which, yeah. was, a, which was a good hit, but didn't even sell well. It, you know, it was reviewed critically really high, but didn't supposedly sell too well. I think Doom's not only going to be reviewed well, but I think it's going to 
sell oh, lots yeah. and lots of copies. Yeah, people are pretty pumped about it. <clears throat> I'm probably going to buy two myself because I want to see it on the computer as well. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I want to see it on the computer. No, you do. Maybe I'll see it one day, then the next day it won't work. So yeah. we'll see. <laughs> um, and this one I just wanted to mention uh, as we kind of kind of close out on the news because I thought it was funny. But, you know, what was it, a week or two ago, one of our last episodes, I brought up Roller Champions. Yeah. And you're like, I had totally forgotten about that game. Yep. And I was like, yeah, they hadn't said anything about it since E3. You know, there had been nothing. And that's almost a year ago now we were just talking about, right? And then, no doubt, right after we talked about it, they came out this week and came out with a new development video, showed some more gameplay, talked about how their um, kind of... Um, Gameplay testers have been playing it and giving them feedback, and they've been modifying the game based on this player feedback, and that an alpha is coming, uh, actually, as you're listening to this, this week. Mm -hmm. So you can sign up right now. The link to the sign-up is on our site. Um, it begins March 11th and runs through the 23rd. It is PC only for mm -hmm. the alpha. So, nice. But it looks, I don't know, it looks pretty cool. They showed some new moves. I just think this is, if they do the competitive aspect right and it has a skill gap right like rocket league rocket league is very simple in theory mm -hmm. but good god there's a big skill gap between like it's high insane. level players and low level players that's how small competitive games succeed you have to yep. have a big skill gap if they do that successfully here um i think this could be really cool yeah man i mean I, i'm not gonna ever <laughs> play it <laughs> but only because you know you know i am i i, I don't not your type of game yeah not my type of game yeah, you know, I mean, but it does remind me of like kind of a Rocket League-ish kind of thing. Yeah, you know, kind of mixed with a little bit of maybe Overwatch or, you know, Bleeding Edge to a certain extent. Maybe. It, good luck. Just team-based, yeah. competitive. Game. Yeah, right. And you know, those those tend to do. You know, they they tend to have a following. You know, and it might be bigger when it first starts off, and then kind of kind of get into a die-hard. That's where know, that skill gap because right. they usually kind of die down. But then if there's a, a competitive scene that develops around mm -hmm. it. That's where it can really start to grow again. That's how Rocket League did. And yeah. Rocket League's played by like 30 million people or something. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Bought up by Epic and they have done nothing with it. I'm not understanding. Psionics? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, they got Epic bought up. Yeah, Rocket did. League. Yeah, I they, forgot about that. Yep. And they've been so... Like, I got a buddy that used to play it all the time. Yeah. And he was hoping that it would just be like, oh man, they're going to put so much Explode, money Explode, yeah. Nothing. They've done... <laughs> I think they took... They put on microtransactions or changed That's how they, yeah. yeah, yeah, they changed how that whole, the whole thing worked. That was the only thing they did. So that's a shame. Good job. Well, man. that's because Fortnite is now not making four billion a year; it's only making two billion a year. So yeah. they're in the poor house. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to sell three of my yachts. <laughs> um, and you just mentioned Bleeding Edge. I didn't actually have that on here, but as you're listening to this, the final beta for that will be this week as well. Um, and it's going to introduce a new character. I think it's a uh, Mecco, which is, apparently is a almost pun or joke uh, towards Echo the dolphin, because it's actually a dolphin inside of a a round um, kind of aquarium bubble. Perfect. That's like a mech. It's a hilarious looking character, um, but that's going to be in the new beta and a new map as well. Um, so Ooh. check that out later this week. Uh, if you're an Xbox Insider. Uh, or Game Pass, I believe. That's open to anyone if you haven't tried it yet. It's surprisingly smooth. Give it a shot. Mm. So, um, as, again, as you're listening to this, we're finally to the week where the releases are going to begin. So yeah. I know that Warlords of New York, we'll talk, touch on that in a second. That came out last week. But in terms of new releases, this is the week Ori is finally here. And I heard this week that it's actually releasing day and date five years after Blind Forest. Wow. So it's been five years, what? believe it or not, um, for this game to come out. The um, preview copies are out, review copies are out, um, and everything we're seeing and hearing is just, they're saying that it looks incredible. You know, everything we've said about Ori, mm -hmm. they said it might even surpass expectations. It's that good. Wow. So wow. I'm super, super pumped for this. I already told Alton that this is going to be probably his game of the year because I said it's like Ori, bigger and better meets Hollow Knight, which is like his favorite game ever. So yeah. uh, he's pretty pumped for it. But uh, I can't remember. I know you're not a huge like 2D no. kind of Metroidvania guy, but you going to play it anyway? Yeah, I'm going to try it out. Yeah, Just I Game mean, Pass? Yeah, I really want to see what it looks like. It's supposed to be you know, freaking... I mean, I saw it at E3 two oh, years sure. ago, and it was stunning. Oh, I mean, you know, here, here you go. You got your background? 
Yeah. Bam skis. See that? <laughs> so it's gonna look like that, that but in four uh, K sixty. Yeah. Well, this is this is ten eighty something. It's a it's a pretty high resolution. It's the high res one I downloaded from Xbox Game Pass. There you go. Thanks guys. But yeah, I'm 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 definitely gonna play it. I like I love that art style. I loved it. I'm just not good at it. Okay. So I get to a point where I'm like, damn it, <laughs> and I want to keep playing. But then I just get so frustrated that it's either the controller or my sanity. So. Mm. Um, and this one has boss battles, which I'm sure you'll love. Yep. Um, there are items you can buy, and there's progression in this one, though. So I don't know mm. yet if, uh, not far enough to where you, I can say if, it, it, as you buy items, like, you know, you get to a hard part, and you're like, I'll have to come back to that. And then you can kind of get stronger and then come back to make it easier. Mm. I don't know if it's like that yet, mm. or if the items are just like abilities. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. So we'll see. Because the first one, you didn't really have it. You had to beat it the way it was. Yeah. There was no... Difficulty scaling, if you will. Right. So, but it wasn't hard. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> So anyway, we got Ori uh, this week. Obviously, Animal Crossing, um, which you know we'll have to find someone to come on and talk about because I don't think that's going to be our realm. Um, but then Doom right after that, and we just kind of kick into gear. Then you got April, you got Resident Evil, Final Fantasy, and you've got Last of Us a couple months away. Can't wait. Awesome. So Division Two, you want to touch on it? Warlords of New York. It's awesome. It is good, really good. It's basically <laughs> everything I liked about the division two, and then you know the good they, stuff they, from part one. Yeah, the good. Yeah, they they basically <laughs> simplified it to you know. It's weird because when I started playing, I was like, I'm now re confused because I was trying to figure out. I went through with you, and you explained a lot of that stuff uh, when we first started division two. Yes, about how gear sets work and all that other stuff. So I finally picked up on all that. But then they came back and they changed a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. So I'm like, damn it, I gotta relearn what I just learned. So, but I love it. I it's mean, more it's more straightforward. Now. Right. It's a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Once you actually peel it away, and you're like, oh, that's not you know as hard as I thought it was. Right. So I really enjoyed it. You know, I'm still playing it. Obviously, um, haven't finished it quite yet. I'm pretty. I'm close to forty. I think I'm at thirty-eight or thirty-nine. Okay. So um, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. There's some parts in it where. It's just so ridiculously frustrating. Like some of the boss battles, overwhelming, unbelievable. And I, you don't usually hear me say that. Yeah. Like I, I can run. I ran through Division One at top level by myself without any hiccup whatsoever. Yeah. It's um, tough. In fact, I could beat some of the ones at the. You know, you could upgrade the difficulty. I could mm -hmm. beat those solo. This is crazy. There's a lot of jumping. There's a lot of diving around. A lot of fire. <laughs> fire and shock, and you've got yeah. guys from like eight directions, yeah. and like you're in this. Four by four area yeah. trying to avoid all and then this. When you like... think you're okay, a guy with a shield runs at you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh crap, this is it." You know, it, it really kind of makes me change my gameplay a little bit, which is a good thing. Yeah, because to a degree. you know, yeah, I'm, I'm trying out different weapons. I'm trying out different <clears throat> strategies. You know, I, I never used shotguns before, and thank God because that's all I ever get. I'm starting to use those a little bit that's more because it's idea. it's a it seems like it's more of a. A lot of the stuff's a lot more close combat. You got a lot of guys with like flamethrowers, the shields I mentioned. God, the flamethrowers are pain. Oh, they're pain in the butt. Yeah. So if you don't get them until they, you know, before they get close to you, you're yeah. going to be toasty. <laughs> Grenade people are super annoying. It's it's very very difficult, but it's rewarding, you know, and not to yeah. the point where I want to punch something, you know. So I've really enjoyed my time with it so far. Um, probably finish it up this week. I'm guessing at least, you know. The main stuff. Yeah. You know, I'll have to go back story. and do a bunch of side missions and stuff, but I've having a ball with it. And other than that, I kind of touched on a Borderlands 3 DLC a little bit and then a little bit more Fire Emblem. Um, still working. I got about half the review for that. Okay. Out, uh, so hopefully we'll have that out this week. I'm hoping. <laughs> so you've, yeah, you've been playing tanks, huh? Yeah, nothing but tanks, man. World of tanks. So uh, I talked about it already, but yeah, just continuing on that. They had a lot of events going on in World of Tanks. So there was this, uh, I think I said before, you work towards unlocking this one tank, right? And you get a discount on mm -hmm. it. And then this, this week they have um, one of like the early reward tanks they did several months ago, which is considered like a super strong tank and really good for its tier because mm -hmm. there's tier one through ten. That's how it works, like in the strength of tanks. Um, really good for its tier is on sale this week. So yes, they got me to buy the damn thing. <laughs> so I've already spent like a bunch more money playing tanks again, but I'm loving it. Um, I'm just playing the hell out of it. It's just so much fun. 
Um, Division 2 I've been playing as well. I do like the gear rework. So for those of you, if you're familiar with Division but haven't bought the expansion, uh, two things to be aware of. One, as Dane kind of mentioned, there's a whole rework here. It's like gear 2.0, they call it. And they've basically taken all the gear and gear sets and everything from Division 2. They've added new named legendary items. They've added a few gear sets. But then they they made it function like Division 1.6. So if you remember when they did the huge title update 1.6 for Division 1, um, where it was like red, yellow, blue on your skill power, your attack power, and your defense and armor, um, and having ratings on those, that's what it's like now. And it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so coming back to that game, there is so much in that game yeah. in terms of the menus and the loot and everything. And it just takes time to get acclimated back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the thing I love always is like the loot hunt too. And and because the skill, skill gap, the level cap is now from 30 to 40, right? It gives you opportunity to hunt more loot because right. now you're leveling up again and it gets stronger and stronger. Um, they've revised gear sets. There's new enemies. Going back to New York is awesome. Yeah. Um, I said there's two things. The other thing to be aware of if you're about to play the expansion, once you start the expansion, you take off in a helicopter and there's a little intro video and it's pretty cool. Once you do that, you cannot go back to DC until you finish the story right. of the expansion, which is decently lengthy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so just be aware that if there's missions in the DC area or something you kind of want to finish up, don't start the New York one until that's done. Right. Um, but no, I highly recommend it. I think it's I think it's great. I, I think am. it's totally worth the the price. It is. It is worth the thirty. I'm still a little annoyed that for like people like me that bought Ultimate Edition right. and stuff, yeah. they didn't give you a discount or something. You know, I get it, but whatever. Yeah, number one selling game on PlayStation Two or PlayStation Four. <laughs> PlayStation on two. two, sweet. I said Division Two. PlayStation Four last month. I, it wouldn't of, surprise me if it was Xbox Two. So yeah, three dollars. Yeah, deal. for three bucks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a ton of people picked it up. Yeah, that's actually brilliant. Brilliant. Yep. Like, why not do that? Everybody should do that. Yep. It's like, hey, we got an expansion coming out. Guess what? It's two bucks. Not, not like with the game. It would only work with games like kind of like Division Works. It's got a big enough fan base, but it's also kind of on. It's not like one of your mainstays like uh, Call of Duty. Like Activision would never come out and go, yeah, we're gonna, we're releasing this new expansion. It's thirty bucks. We're gonna give you Call of Duty for two dollars. No, no, they would never do. They that. just release they a would, new game every year. Yeah, they would. Yeah, that we need they, sixty more. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but if they can keep this going, you know, and make it Rainbow Six-ish, yeah. you know, I it's mean, just keep going. You don't need a Division Three if you just keep updating what you have. And it still looks, it's one of the best looking games on Xbox. Yeah, the lighting I mean, is it's bonkers. nuts how good yeah. it is. They did an amazing job. I don't know if they introduced those weather effects, like, recently. They've definitely changed them because yeah. they're intense. They are super intense. Like, yeah. the, we were in a rainstorm we were playing the other day, and I was just like, oh, my God. I, I literally felt like I was, like, in my room, yeah. like, ducking. I'm like, I can't say shit. You couldn't see anything. There was, like, the control <laughs> point I did where they had this gigantic spotlight, and you have to attack it from there, and it was at nighttime. So they've got this thing shining right. You can't see anything. All you see is these little triangles, and so you're just kind of shooting at that direction and hope yeah. that you hit them. Every once in a while you do, we're there you got to charge at them. And it was just the way everything works. They did an amazing job with it. It did. And I, I also noticed, I don't know if you noticed, but I use DMRs and snipers a lot, right? Long range kind of headshots. Mm-hmm. And you used to be able to kind of snap to almost. Like if you, you aim down sights, right? Right. And then they go on the cover. And then when they pop up, if you aim down sights again, it would snap to them. doesn't do that no. anymore. Nope. So it's... um. They've made it a lot more challenging, I would say, in terms of hitting your clean shots. Yeah. Um, and then when you combine that with, as you said, the the enemy variety, that it's much broader now than when it first launched. Just the tactics you have to use are much, much broader. And it makes you think about um, your skills and your weapons and everything else, so, yeah. which is good. It's That's how it should be. Right. Um, that way you don't get pigeonholed and just saying, I've used this skill and this build since level 1 through 40 and I never had to change. Right. That's counter to the point of a ARPG. Yep. So it's awesome. It's highly awesome. recommended. Well, cool, man. I think that that pretty much wraps us up for the week. Um, I think for next week, we may have a guest again next week. We've got several guests kind of lined up in the wings, if you will. Um, just trying to work out timing, you know, as we record this. So we'll see if someone joins us next week. Um, uh, that, what was I saying? Um, I started writing a, one of my long articles. Every once in a while, I do kind of a really deep dive article, and I started doing that for Xbox. I briefly mentioned it last week. I, I've written a bunch, 
this week, and so it should be out this week. We'll see. Um, obviously, I'll be sharing that. It'll be on the site. You're working on some stuff for um, uh, what's the game? Goddamn, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Thank yeah, you. That'll be out this week for sure. Fire Emblem, and uh, you also talked about doing something on Mass Effect. Yeah, you know, we did. You, you, you've done the uh, the deep dives. You know, the uh, examining the classics. Examining the classics, and I was like, you know what? I think I might. Now this is going to be. Long term. Long, yeah, long term. <laughs> but I am going to start working on that, get a kind of outline together. Because it's one of the, it's one of those games that you can be you, but still be somebody else. You know, yeah. like, you know, I remember one time somebody asked me, you know, who was your favorite character in a game this year? And I was like, well, it's kind of me. Yeah. Because I was Commander Shepard. When Bioware was, was cool. When Bioware was <laughs> Bioware. You know, and I'm, I'm going to include everything. I'm going to go Mass Effect 1, 2, 3, and Andromeda. So... You know, you can't just leave one out. You know, I could just do the trilogy, I guess. But this is going to be, you know, that whole part, you know. And, you know, hashtag. Well, it is, remember, the classics. It's a classic. So I don't it's know if Andromeda is going to make it. It's going to make it. <laughs> you know, hashtag save the Koreans. <laughs> I miss those guys. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned as always. Uh, I did want to just shout out so the analytics came in this week i think i posted about it but february was actually our highest month of engagement ever for the site uh founded in late 2015 so you know a little over four years so freaking incredible awesome to see that much engagement and people checking out the site on a daily basis so really appreciate it as always and we have uh well i don't want to announce it yet but we have something really cool in store coming in the near future that we're going to uh, be talking about. Um, have some things lined up, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, <laughs> and as always, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.